Welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews, Episode 2 on July 20th, 2020. Today we are reviewing the all-time classic, Casablanca. Going to do the review on Casablanca, starring Humphrey Bogart, Ingrid Bergman, and a whole bunch of other people that I don't have up on my... Uh, Claude Rains. Yeah, Claude Rains. Paul Peter Heimer. Moore. Oh, Sidney Greenstreet plays an interesting character in that movie. Um, but uh, let me, you hadn't seen it yet. No, so I hadn't. let me ask you, what did you think about this movie? Um, I regret that I haven't, that I took so long to see it. Let me back up. I regret that it took me so long in my life to finally see this movie. Um, yeah. It was, it's great um, in many ways. Uh, just absolutely loved the acting, the story. Was not expecting this movie to be as good or... Really? I thought it was something different. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you always hear about the classics. Oh, it's great. And it's like, you go watch and it's like, what is this old shit? Yeah, yeah, no, I no. feel the same. About this, the I, will, I will say this. This movie is, in my opinion, the best argument to never do a remake. There's nothing wrong with this movie. Thank you. It's perfectly fine. And on a footnote for the remake, they actually did a television series of this movie, late 70s, really? early 80s, with the guy from um, Starsky and Hutch, the blonde-haired guy. David Soul, play, Playing the character of Humphrey Bogart, of Rick. Okay. It is almost as good as you would have in your head. Okay, that tells me all I need to know. That, that good. But as remakes go, you're like, why are you doing this to this movie? Yeah. I, I, I don't know where that idea came from. But, I, I yeah, how, so you did like it. I'm oh, glad. I absolutely glad. loved it. It was, um, for some reason, you know, I have a different take on the movie than, than maybe others. I didn't see mm -hmm. it so much as, yes, there's a love story in there. But right. I almost felt that was secondary to uh, Rick and Louie. Um, as a friendship. Yeah. Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Which yeah. uh, kind of blossomed through, and you saw that you got two characters who are living, they're surviving. They're trying to survive yes. the Nazi occupation, or, well, it's not occupied, but they're, they're getting closer. And it's just a corrupt area, and they're trying to survive any way they can. And neither one of them are good guys. Um, but Rick has it in his heart. Eventually you see that he is a good guy, but I related to Rick because he's a cynical asshole. And yeah. it was yeah. like, oh my God, it's David. <laughs> <laughs> it's obvious he hates people. Um, yeah. and he, he just doesn't no, care. No faith in humanity. None. Well, look at what he's seeing. Look at what all of them are seeing. Yeah. The Nazis just rolling over everything and they're, they're fleeing, fleeing for their lives. And it was, and wow. At one point, to speak of that, the cynicism in him comes from the fact that he's fought these wars before. He's mm -hmm. fought the battles. And uh, the German uh, the German soldier, uh, I think it's, yeah, Conrad Veidt, 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 I'm not sure how to pronounce his name, V-E-I-D-T. Uh, he plays Major Heinrich Strausser. Right. And he, I think, is going over Rick's, dossier that mm -hmm. the Germans have on him. He's like, well, you fought for these guys. You fought for those guys. And I, and I think it's him. It might, it might be, uh, it might be Victor Laszlo's character that does it. I don't remember right off bat, 
but then he's like, you're always fighting for the underdog. And he's like, eh, I just pick a losing side. It's always costing me money. And he's like, yeah, it's, that's not why you're doing it. <laughs> you know that, but yeah, the, the movie, it's interesting that you say that. Cause I, I feel the same way about, um, Ingrid Bergman's character, Ilsa, mm-hmm. is in love with Rick. I mean, it's it's blatant oh, how yeah. much, like, she's still in love with this guy more than her husband. You knew how much I loved you. How much I still love you. But the fact that Rick and Victor have, I mean, they are basically the same guy. Yeah. You know, only one is fighting for a truth and a justice as, as he sees it. And Rick is fighting for a truth and a justice as he sees it. Only he's going to have a bar at the same time and make some real money if right. he can. He's going to try and make some money on the side. Um, but they are very much alike, Victor and and, and uh, Rick. And it's, I don't know that I actually noticed it until the last few viewings how much they were alike and why Ilsa's probably in love with both of them but Rick is a little bit more there's a chance that he might stop there's a chance Rick might go you know what I've had enough I'm going to go open a bar down in New York and that that's going to be it I'm going to have a family whereas you don't see Victor Laszlo ever stopping the fight like even after World War II he's going to go find another another cause and another cause and another that's how I how I felt anyway which is why Rick's got to tell her, you know, if you don't go with him now, this, this you know, he's going to get killed. This, this, yeah. could, this could end him. And that, that, is a, that is a part that I struggled with a little bit near the ending. I knew that Rick was not leaving Victor back to die. That he was right, just, right. he was setting a ruse up for uh, Ilsa. But, mm-hmm. but that she believed it. And she was okay with leaving Rick, or leaving uh, Victor Laszlo behind yeah. Knowing that he's going right back to the concentration camps. I'm like, oh, right. what is wrong with you? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like she, she's just like, you got to do it. You, you got to think for all of us. And yeah. Like, OK, got it. And it's he, like he knew what? what he had to do. And he because he knew that she loved him, too. Yeah. And he did so the that, right that thing. He was she was just, he just knew that she was in a really confused spot, I think. And that's what makes Rick, for me, the big hero mm-hmm. It's like he knows that he could have definitely taken advantage of that, got on that plane and they could have oh, left. Yeah. And everybody would have went still going to war and going to hell in a handbasket. And that's what makes him such a, uh, an interesting character for me. Yeah. Is that he, he, he does the right thing for the right reason. Yeah, and he, he saw that with uh, when he talked to Victor near the end. Um, mm-hmm. He realized that he, he can't compete with that. It's, you know, he, right. he, he knows where her heart is. And she would do anything for either one of them. So he had right. to make that call. Right. What did surprise me was... Um, Oh, Claude Rains uh, right. as Captain Louie at the end, I wasn't sure which way it was going to go. Oh, yeah? I was yeah. not sure that he was... I thought almost he was going to turn Rick in. But yeah. he's like, ah, oh, go round up the usual suspects. I was like, Yeah, that's awesome. good. And then they walk that, off together. That line, the, the, the line, round up the usual suspects, is such a, such a classic. And they actually made a movie called The Usual Suspects, yeah. which is where that they got the line from. It's interesting you mentioned that, the lines. Holy crap, so right. much slang and one-liners came from this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's looking at you, kid. Right. Play it, Sam, you know? It's, right. wow. The, my Probably one of my 
heartstring moments for me in that movie anytime that I watch it is where Rick and Elsa are sitting at the at the table together. Victor's been pulled away for something. And she's like, ah, I, you know, do you remember any of those days? And he's like, I remember them very well. The Germans wore gray. You wore blue. And you can just see the pain in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe you screwed me over so bad. You just left. Yeah. You know, that was what is what he's basically telling her at that point. Um, and they do it so classy because there's no swearing back in these movies. No. I mean, they didn't swear. They didn't, you know, they didn't show any nudity. But you know him and Elsa had an affair at some point in that oh yeah night. it was well it was obvious you didn't have it, to see it but it's so well done it's so well done and they do the same kind of thing in uh in uh, uh maltese falcon which is that there's the the moment where you from day to the morning and you know they spent the night together mm-hmm. you don't have to see anything it's the after you know the afterthought um the, just the dynamic in that city with all the people trying to get out of Casablanca, the French, you know, mm-hmm. um, occupied France is just, some of these guys are just doing their best. They all hate the Nazis just as much as anybody else, but they don't have the firepower to fight them, you know. That, uh, the, there was a moment that reminded me. There was a moment in there that I almost thought we were going to have a dance-off because they, they started singing the national songs and the yeah. germans are going crazy and then the french start up and like this would be a perfect moment for a, a little dance off going on it's like where's it going uh, i chuckled the humor in this movie was surprising there was a lot of funny yeah, bits there's a lot there. of humor in it um a lot and it was uh a lot of heart the mm-hmm. the acting throughout was great every bit of it the you know 1942 yes the green screen was horrible but oh, damn, yeah. 1942, it was good. <laughs> oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's, it's like you said earlier, this movie is the reason I am so against remakes. Yeah. And you know, there's some jerk off in Hollywood right now looking at one of these old movie scripts thinking, oh, I could remake that better. No, no you can't. You can't. You, you cannot make this movie better. You can make it different. You're <laughs> yeah, not going to you make it. different. You cannot make it better. Yeah. And don't call it Casablanca. And that's the that's been the the problem with a lot of remakes, and not to go off on a tangent, but yeah. I think remakes only work for people who have never seen the original, mm-hmm. and are never going to, and it's just a cash grab. Um, right. If you right. think you can do it better and different and expand, in some cases, um, I agree. We talked uh, a while back about the black hole. That thing is yeah. begging for a remake, and um, or and just a rewrite. A and and the thing is, I think a tweak and a and a rewrite. And, and a when budget. I say rewrite, I don't mean even to rewrite the entire script. Right. I mean touching up here and there, like to make it more dynamic or to make the, the bad guy more bad. Yeah. And the the big robot bigger and badder, mm-hmm. you know. Little little tweaks would make that a little bit better. And that's where I'm on I'm on that same page. But with with, yeah. with Casablanca, no. It's perfectly fine. I hate this idea of we gotta put it in color or we have to take a foreign film and put it in English. What the hell? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I completely agree. I am, I'm not against remakes, but I'm against really bad remakes of really good movies. Yeah, if that makes any sense. No, I mean this it, is this should this is uh, this is like a holy grail. You don't touch this. This thing yeah. is good. There I was uh, no reason to uh, touch it. And again, I can't believe I waited so damn long to watch it. Casablanca is for me 
it is a love story, but it's a love story that there's a whole lot of love. And, you know, there, there's friendships going right. on. Right. There's it, a, there's a lot it, going it's there. Just, it's like the old saying that everything's layered. It's an onion. It's got, <laughs> well, it is incredibly well written to have that many stories going on. You had so many relationships in that movie. Um, and any one of those could have been like the main movie. Mm -hmm. I think the, right. probably the main character was Casablanca itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yes. So Definitely. you're seeing yeah. all of that and we just got a little pick, a slice of life, have you, of a few mm -hmm. people in right. such a corrupt, crazy place. And, uh, and that's what's neat. your angle. There's your angle right there. If Hollywood ever wanted to do Casablanca remake, it's not so much a remake, but you just do a different bar, a different locale, a different group of people. Yeah. Like, this is what's happening. While this all this stuff is happening over at Rick's place, this is what's happening over at, at the Blue uh, Parrot. <laughs> yeah, at the Blue Parrot. You know, yeah. the same kind of thing. You know, these guys, these guys are all nasty SOBs, mm -hmm. um, but they're all got, they're all fighting for this. It's like the old joke. Um, in some of the old comic books and on cartoons where the guys are fighting for the Nazis and they don't realize, like in the Rocketeer, the gangster at the end finds out he's been working for a Nazi and the Nazi's like, I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh. I'll remedy that. <laughs> You're going to have to see that one. Yeah. That's a good, there's just a scene in there where I can't, no, I can't even say the joke. Or yeah, the whole gonna, that's why I told you. It's like stop. <laughs> I haven't seen it. But uh, no, that they're just there's just some movies that are absolute classics that I think should never be ever touched. Um, interesting thing on a side note, you you said the script was so good. They didn't have a shooting script. They were writing it as they were shooting it. No shit. There is a. I don't know if. I have it anywhere, but there, I, I know I've seen the special where they, they actually interviewed the writers, the, the, the woman yeah. and the man that were writing it. I can't think of their names right off the bat. Let me see if I can pull it up on IMBD. But, um, they, uh, were writing it and as they were writing it, they were shooting it. Wow. And the funny thing is, and I don't see it. Who's quotes in alternate versions. Oh, there is an alternate. What? Yeah, 1974, the references to an extra band. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know what that is. Oh, I'm not seeing who, who... They're not showing who wrote it um, on here. At least I don't see it. There's several, anyway, several writers sorry. listed. Um, Julius Epstein, Philip Epstein, Howard Cook, Murray Bennett, and Joan Allison. Okay, the two... And Casey Epstein, Robinson. ...that I think were interviewed... That, I, that I'm aware of, but they talk about them writing scenes. And they, at first, I think they only had like seven pages done or something like that. Some they, they, they had very little written when they started shooting. Now that's crazy. So these guys are up all night writing script and sending it out. And if you ever find it online and print it out and read it, it does not read like these people are, you know, pulling all nighters, smoking cigarettes, drinking, you know, right. coffee, trying trying to write something it all coalesces together and the people were like we don't know if we would have had the time if it would have been that good like if, I, if back then they would have just said here take this do this time you got six months to give us a good movie 
you know, they, they were like, I don't know if it would have actually worked because they were under the gun constantly. Wow. But it turned out so good, such a good movie. The the, the lighting in that one, yes. Rick is in the bar by himself, and he's telling um, Sam mm-hmm. to play as time goes by, which the quote, play it again, Sam, never happens. That's correct. Time. It's play it, Sam. It never, ever happens. <laughs> yes. Um, you played it for her, you can play it for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But the lighting just in that scene is absolutely fantastic. Yes. The dark and the lights on his face. It's just, oh, my God. Well, what's interesting on that um, is the lighting. When they're on all the male characters, the lighting is higher contrast. It's brighter. It's harder. It's Uh But when they hit Ingrid Bergman... It's softer, oh. and they take the pull the camera slightly out of focus. She's slightly blurred a little bit. Yeah, everything yeah, yeah. they've done is to make her more beautiful, um, if yeah. that's possible. Back, back before, but, I don't know if anybody ever thought about that stuff, but evidently somebody did. They right? did. They were looking at the lighting is all different on her and the other woman, uh, Rick's girlfriend at the beginning. Oh, the the, the French girl. Yeah. The one who's yeah, just jumping yeah, yeah. around to wherever, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but all the women in there, they they soften the light and focus on yeah. them, it seemed, and it was of of course it was like, well, wait a minute, what's going on? And it's like, it does, it changes it. But every time on Bogart, it's high contrast because it, right. they're showing a harder exterior, so it's almost a psychological, <laughs> it's almost a psychological uh, trick on there. Right. So yeah, it was cool. You know what? You're right. I never noticed that with uh, the lighting on the girls. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this again tonight. Anyway, I love this. Um, you have no idea how many times I've seen this movie. I just absolutely love it. Um, how about whenever Rick lets the girl's husband win? Yeah, that was cool. That was cool, that, and everybody was excited. It's like dumb. holy. Sh- they were like, "Holy shit, Rick has got a heart," <laughs> you know. Yeah, and the, and you think the one guy, the, the one older guy, is running around telling everybody what's going on. Yeah, I think it was Carl, the yeah, the heavier set guy. Yeah. He's letting her win. He's letting her win. He's letting. Her, he's getting him out of. He's getting him out of Casablanca. And, and Sasha, oh. the bartender, comes and gives him a hug, and it's like, yeah, because the, they all saw Rick as this hard ass, and yeah, that was they, the exterior they, he put. They had it in him. Yeah. You, you come, you know, I I always took it as these guys knew how good a person he mm-hmm. was. That's why they were there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because look at Sam. Point. Sam loved Rick. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. So, Sam wasn't going to go anywhere. No. He's like, you you can make up, you know, double your money or triple your money over at uh, the Blue Paris. With Ferrari, like, like yeah. And he's just still playing the piano. No, I like you here. I'm good. That's brilliant yeah. telling. Just those lines, I think that's why it's, it's even more amazing that they wrote this script on the fly. Um, yeah. Because little things like that show more about Rick than anything. Uh, that exactly. Sam would say that. Exactly. It's like, wait a minute. And it's and, cool. Go ahead. No, that, that, was, that was where I was going. It's like they made Sam drop these lines and other people mm-hmm. um, to show that Rick does have a heart, but. They work really hard to show Rick as this cynical asshole who yeah. doesn't care about anything but money, which is exactly. not even close to the truth. Yeah, it's, he, he's got, he's Han Solo before there was a Han Thank Solo. Thank you, I forgot that. I thought of that last night. I said, holy shit, it's yeah. Han Solo. Yeah, it, it's, you know, I, he thinks he's this cynical asshole. Yeah. In his head, I'm the cynical bastard. Oh, here, little puppy, let me feed you. Oh, here, little puppy, here's some milk. Oh, here, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save this puppy now, you know. Yeah. 
that's how he is. When he lets that girl's husband win, uh, the first time I saw that, I was just like, holy crap. That this You don't know which way he's going to go at no. this point. Because you're like, okay, they're really showing him as a nice guy. And then all of a sudden, he's got the papers. And he's like, I'm going to use them for myself. Screw everybody else. And you're <laughs> like, wait, is that... Is that really what he's going to do? Nah. Wait a minute. I, I don't know where this is going. I knew he wasn't going to screw him over at the end. I knew he was going to get Ilsa and Victor out of the country. Yeah. Uh, because they had shown enough that he was a good enough guy for that. Right. Um, right. I just didn't know which way Louis, the police chief, was going to go. When the gun comes out. Yeah. And it's just like the hip shot. And you're yeah. like, bang. And you're like, who did he shoot? Who got shot? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> and then he calls for the, the cops. Yeah. Yeah. Run usual suspects is that it's the ah uh, well the movie started that way one. they went full yeah. circle it started with rounding up the usual suspects and that's how it ended as well for the most and part. that french guy wasn't looking for anybody the whole time he wasn't looking for anybody except to cover his own ass yeah i think what he did is as far as a character if that if that was a real universe that french guy was just grabbing people that would make him look bad or make his day harder <laughs> you know, if you happen to be a Nazi sympathizer and uh, he could kill you and get away with it, he was well, going to. Well, it's what if he said about the French one guy they were looking for. It's like uh, when he's filling out the paperwork or he's typing the report up, he's like, I don't know if he committed suicide or was murdered. Yeah, Peter or, Laurie's character, yeah. right? We don't know if he committed suicide or if he was shot trying to escape. Yes. We have a mind yet. That was it, yeah. Shot trying to escape or uh, suicide, so yeah. Right, right. That's uh, that's good writing, that, and that's the humor. I mean, it's it's a dark humor, but it's it's a humor like. Yeah, it was that there. Guy would kill a French resistance guy too in a heartbeat if he thought it was going to cause him more trouble in the long run. Yeah. And that's the thing about that particular character. He's not really a good guy. No. No, oh no, no, no. He's kind of mad at Rick for well. Getting he's mad at him. Rick. He's he's um, taking advantage of all the women. Oh yeah. For sexual favors, just to get them papers. Uh, he's a real scumbag. And as a reminder <laughs> to anybody who actually sees this, we're talking about the character Claude Rains plays Captain Louis Renault. Yeah. Okay. Um, he he's a good character. What a good character. Oh yeah, it's great. Because even he comes around. I yes. Mean, at end, he's like. Uh, yeah, I can't keep doing this forever. <laughs> and I exactly. really don't like Nazis. <laughs> it, that's just Which it. The, the best characters are the flawed characters. The, yeah. But it's... what makes... And see, I think that's the problem that a lot of people have with Victor Laszlo. They're like, he's not flawed enough. Mm. Laszlo is flawed. Oh, my God. I mean, he, they, they kind of play him initially like he's this really sweet, loving guy. And, oh, boy, he's... In comparison, initially, like you... Your first view, if you're not looking for it, your first view of Victor Laszlo is he's a goody two shoes. But then when you watch it and you realize the crap that he's gone through with the Nazis, mm -hmm. at one point the Germans asking him about names that he wants to tell. Yeah. He's like, Well, if I didn't tell under torture, what the heck makes you think I'm gonna tell you yeah. these names now when we're just sitting here and I'm not being tortured? That's not verbatim, but that's basically No, that's pretty much it. It's like you had me in a concentration concentration yeah. camp and you didn't and i didn't speak so why not yeah so i'm not going to tell you now yeah so you that's when you really get like oh crap victor's victor's really been through some shit well, i mean that that's when i started seeing the the comparison to rick and victor right two sides of the same coin playing at different playing on different fields in the same war basically right 
it's like having the the, the the Western Front and the Eastern Front during World War II. It's like the same fucking war, two completely different mm-hmm. wars going on, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes any sense. It does. It does. Yeah. So it's... Um, all in all, I've loved it. Um, it's definitely worth a watch. Many watches, actually. If you, yes. It, just for the all-around great story, great acting, uh, mm-hmm. great direction, cinematography, the technical aspects. It's There's nothing wrong with this film. I See, and I, I thought that you would like the cinematography aspect of it. I wasn't sure about the story because I know you like, like, I know that you like monster movies. I like that. I like, you know. (laughs) We'll do some classic monsters. Yeah, we'll have to. You're going to have to. I'm going to have to watch some because I, you know. (laughs) uh, I'm just going to have to. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, like, I I know that that that's kind of your genre. That's Mm. from what talking to you. And I know that you like other movies, too. But I just wasn't sure about this one. And that's why I just felt like, oh, this, this to me, this is the movie. This is one of the best movies in my opinion ever made and that's i'll agree with that for me high praise i mean i got 10 movies that i think are some of the best movies and this falls in the top five i just want to say um casablanca great freaking movie watch it if you haven't um definitely in top 10 ever leave him alone miss elsa you bad luck to him play it once then for all time's sake. I don't know what you mean, Miss Elsa. Play it, Sam. Thanks for listening. Be sure to catch us next week when we review the original Gone in 60 Seconds.